Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, you sure are. We're at Mobay Bidet on Hardy Street, right across the street from the Southern Miss campus this afternoon. Uh, glad to be back down here uh, with our good friends here at Mobay Bidet, the official beignet store of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, and the super intern Nathan Lee all here. Uh, we've got the Heath Hinton about to join us. Uh, Patrick McGee also be uh, coming to us from uh, NOLA.com. And then we're going to have the long-awaited beignet eating showdown. And Jody Lott is here to referee. We figured Santa would try to cheat you. So Nathan, Nathan, just here. observing as a, a a neutral LSU fan. That's how he'll be. He'll be Correct. No, no, <laughs> give poor Nathan a break. Nathan, he will yeah. not be reporting the results on no, Twitter. No, glad, glad, actually, actually, glad to have Nathan with us. He was yeah. in a pretty severe car wreck this week, and uh, glad we're, you're we're okay. Glad you're yeah, okay, there, man. You're going to videotape this. Uh, oh yeah, debacle. Oh yeah. Later, yeah. Well, make sure we have extra S online too. You know? Yeah, yeah. It should be really. I'm not worried about Luke. Yeah. But, yeah. Needless to say, I'm sort of worried about the other thing. Well, I didn't have breakfast this morning, so oh, look out. That's what that's right. So, welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us and uh, glad to be here at Mo Baby. Yeah, Heath in from Big Gold Nation joins us uh, normally on Tuesday. Ask him to come back today. Heath, always good to have you on the show. So, Heath, I'm at, I'm at football practice yesterday, and I asked uh, – I asked Coach Hall about the frustration of losing a close game like he did uh, against uh, Coastal Carolina, but also emphasized that I think that that is an indication of how far the program has come in two years. Here's what he had to say about that, and then I'd like to get your comment. And it is frustrating to lose like that, but again, you're you're competing and going toe-to-toe now with top 25 teams your second year here. Yeah, you know, we would like to be further along. Uh, we would like to have more wins, but we're five and five. We've played a really difficult schedule. There haven't been a lot of easy games on our schedule this year, and uh, our kids battle. Our kids battle, and our kids represent this university the right way. We have some deficiencies. We know that in year two, we've been able to solve a lot of them. We got to continue to eliminate deficiencies through development. All right, and through correcting and then through recruiting. And uh, that's what we're striving to do every day and, and continue to push this program forward. You know, that program right there at Coastal just beat us. Like, three years ago, they were five and seven. You know what I'm saying? They were five and seven. And now three years later, they've won 11, won 11, and now they're nine and one. And so great programs aren't built like that. Great programs are built over time through consistency. And most all group of five programs that are winning consistently have consistency at the top. We're going to have that here. We just got to keep going. 
So, Heath, I think anybody making an honest evaluation and can look past what was obviously disappointing Saturday night, this program has made huge strides in their second year here. Oh, yeah. Right now they're 5-5, five and five, but three of those five losses could have easily been wins. Uh, and you were in the game. So, uh, they're so far forward from where they were last year. I mean, at this time last year, you only had one win against uh, Grambling. And uh, you're going into you know the last few weeks of the season hoping to get a couple of wins, and they're five and five, knocking on bowl eligibility. There's no question this team is better. They're getting better. They're getting deeper. You tell the guys like playing together. You can tell they like playing for the coaches. It's just uh, it takes a while. Rome wasn't built in a day. There's an old adage: Rome wasn't built in a day. And good football programs aren't built in a day. It's taking time. And I've always said I thought this was a three-year rebuild. Right now, they're knocking on the door of bowl eligibility. They get to that sixth win, get bowl eligible, get those extra practices in for next year. I mean, you're talking good things ahead. They're going in the right direction. Just got to find that uh, guy quarterback and and some other key positions on the offensive line. But if they do that, this team's going to do big things next year. Five points away from uh, being seven and three right now, rather than five and five. Heath, the uh, the depth chart comes out today. You mentioned this last week, just the shakeup on the offensive line. Even more shook up today. Bryson Mays left tackle. Scott's going to continue at left guard. Bryce Ramsey at center. Matt Riles, of course, uh, his dad played football. Uh, he's at right guard, and then Takeem. Doss at right tackle. Barnes backs up the left tackle. Gainer backs up the right tackle. Bolding and Bryson Mays at center and right guard. I mean, that's that's a you know a new five. It's almost like you know Jay Ladner throwing people on the court trying to get some chemistry going. Yeah, it is. And look, Georgia State, there was just too much pressure. The quarterback, I don't care who was at quarterback. By the time they got the snap and the shotgun, there were three people in their face. Mm-hmm. And there was a little too much pressure up the middle and too much coming from the outside. They did play better last week in the second half, making some adjustments. So you look like they're going to go this way for the rest of the season. They like what they saw against a pretty good Coastal Carolina defense. But yeah, sometimes you just got to shake things up, and that's what they're doing. Look, they're trying their best to get bowl eligible, and they're going to do anything they can at this point. I like the idea of moving Braves to, uh, Mays to tackle. I like Matt Riles at guard because I thought they both played pretty well the other night. So I think it's a good move, and I think it's just trying to build something that offensive line to get Trey Lowe some time because we saw if he's got time, he can make the passes he needs to down the field, and the wide receivers are there to make the plays. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you really, you know, what contributed to uh... – to Lowe's success the other night, I think some of it was what Coastal was throwing us on defense. But, I mean, you you have a quarterback that reads the field with a strong arm like that. I mean, Brownlee's going to get open. Ty Mims is going to get open. And I, I think people saw what this offense can be, you know, with more experience. Yeah, and they've, they've run the ball okay this year. So uh, running hasn't been a huge issue for the offensive line. It's been in pass protection. Just too much pressure. And when once Lowe got some time back there in the pocket – was able to make some reads. He can move a little bit so he can step up and, and help his guys out, which he did in the second half. He made a uh, throw, a touchdown pass, I believe it was to Mims, that was just a dart. Uh, and you saw right there where he has the arm strength. Just give him a little time to get the ball out, and uh, good things will happen. I think they saw that, and that's why they're making these moves. You know, when you look at the, the overall health of the program, Bob, you talked about it to begin this segment. 
if you'll look at it realistically and try to pull your heart out of this equation, just look at it with your eyes, you're going to see that this program has advanced. It, the problem, if there's a problem, is not with the team. It's with the perception of the fan base. Right. In, in that it, it does take a, a little bit of time, but in a, in a society now where you can order your food and 45 seconds later your food is ready in the car, ready to eat, you get things brought to you, you're given everything you want right when you want it, this, this is not that type of animal. And, and unfortunately, lots of times, we just want things too quickly. And that's good that your fan base wants that. But this, I, I think that, that Coach Hall is, gets a, this is just my impression, that he's a little bit, clearly, they're a better team. He can see that. And reasonable people can see that. But sometimes people can't. And I think sometimes you might get a little bit frustrated, although he understands is why up. Everybody can no, see I that. I think that's exactly right. About a minute left, Heath. Uh, your view, what do the Gold Eagles have to do to pull the upset Saturday afternoon? I think if they play uh, like they did the second through fourth quarter at Coastal Carolina, I think if that team shows up, they'll be in a pretty good shot to win this game. They just got to play like they did, play good defense, stop missing tackles, giving up big plays, and just control things on the offensive side of the ball, uh, run the ball, and, and look, when you get in the third passing situations, give Trelo some time. He can beat you with his legs or he can beat you with his arm. Just give him some time to make plays. You do that, uh, you stand a pretty good shot. That team that played the second through the fourth quarter, that's a team that could win seven or eight games a season. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, that was that. I think I think fans should be really excited and about what they saw because Coastal's a good team, yeah. guys. They're, they're turning into Call a... Call me crazy, Luke Johnson, but I don't think that South Alabama is any better than Coastal Carolina, and Gold Eagles could have won that game. Yeah, they'll probably they'll probably be better on defense. This is a better defensive team. Coastal's kind of mojo this year, is that, or the, their Achilles was that they gave up some points. Um, Kane faced us last year, so he, you know, he they pr- prepared for Trey Lowe and, uh, you know, an offense they didn't know about just from Tulane tape. Um, so, yeah, I... I, I will want to see, though, how they adjust to a more confident Trey Lowe with a more confident Jason Brownlee and with you know guys like Ty Mims because I think we do have the edge you know, out, out wide. And, and I, hope, I hope the team doesn't press. You know, they're young kids. You're right. still dealing with a lot of freshmen and sophomores, and I just hope they don't press with everybody saying, bowl eligible, got to get that one last win. Right. You know, that the, just, just relax. Do what you know how to do. That's how you're going to perform best in any situation. All right, Heath, we always appreciate your input. Real quickly, how can people join Big Gold Nation? I go to southernmiss.rivals.com and sign up. You can sign for a month or a year. A month's eight ninety nine. A year is uh, ninety nine ninety nine. So it's a little cheaper to sign up for the year and come join. Be a be a member. Have a good time. And Luke, I'm expecting those beignets at my house this afternoon on your way home, but. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll bring you some. We'll do it. All right, the Vigna Eating Showdown just a few minutes away. Coming up next, though, Patrick McGee. We're going to talk about the New Orleans Saints and all of them. The Aints? Is that what you the said? The Aints? And has he got some explaining to do? Yeah, next on the Eagle Hour. Stay with us from Mobay Beignet, Hardy Street in Hattiesburg.
Southern Miss to the top. All right, I want to thank Heath Hinton, Big Gold Nation, for joining us. Super Talk Eagle Hour at Mobe Beignet Company this afternoon here on Hardy Street. Look right out the front window, and there is the entrance to the Southern Miss campus. So if you're in town this weekend for football, and we hope a lot of you will be, Come right across the street from the entrance to the campus. Enjoy some of these delicious beignets at Mobay Beignet. We're going to have a beignet eating contest here shortly. And Luke Johnson has brought a garbage bag with him. This is in the event that you uh, eat too much too fast. Yeah, you. Well, no, no. This actually will go over my my shirt. Oh, this so, is like your giant yeah, bib. Yeah, it's my I bib. It's exactly right. I guess you came totally unprepared, Senator. He's got a white shirt on, so it'll just oh, blend no. in. Put your, put your shirt back on. Please, come it's on. A, it's a late Halloween yes. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man costume. So. <laughs> Patrick McGee from, from NOLA.com uh, joins We're talking us. smack, Patrick. I yeah, mean, we Patrick. have to. Patrick, we uh, we kind of referred to this segment with you earlier this week as the postmortem uh, for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, it, it's not good in Saintsville, is it, brother? kind of piling up and just each week it just shows you how bad of a team they are i mean the steelers are a team they should beat and they really went up there and just kind of laid another egg they just were not very good offensively uh, uh there was a point where they had a top five offense i guess that was probably going into the ravens game and, and uh, they have really kind of slumped uh it's it's hard to see this thing kind of turn around. I think everybody's kind of in agreement that this is just a, a bad football team right now and injuries play a, a big role but uh, it's not showing a lot of fight right now. I, I don't guess I understand how it can happen. I mean, the Saints are a really talented group. And, uh, you know, going into the year, you just assume the Saints would be a, obviously an NFC contender in the playoffs. Put your finger on what you think has happened, Patrick, if, if there's one thing. Well, I, like I just said, injuries. Uh, and, you know, it, it was a change at the top. Uh, whenever you remove a Sean Payton from the picture, that's that's a big deal. And Dennis Allen is not a Sean Payton uh, type figure uh, in terms of being able to kind of you know set the tone for the entire team. Uh, Dennis Allen's kind of a an enigma over there. <laughs> doesn't show a lot of emotion. Uh, you know, has tried to stay calm and cool, and doesn't always say the right things. Uh, but that's you know that's nothing unusual. But yeah, I mean, there's there's so much wrong defensively. They've had a lot of injuries in the secondary. Uh, Pete Werner, linebacker, probably the best player on the defense this season. He's out probably possibly for the rest of the season. We don't know. Uh, Michael Thomas done for the season. There's a lot that's gone wrong, uh, but at this point in the season, this team's, this team's just not right, and they're not really competing. Uh, Luke, you don't hold it against me, do you, that I got on the Saints bandwagon? And I, it has I, told you, I told you it has nothing to do with you. I mean, it has everything to do with how impotent, you know, this – and, and I guess it's in some ways it's uh, it, I mean you take Sean Sean Payton out you take play calling out I mean I, I really don't think Patrick that it's it's mainly play calling it's just that they can't get anything going with with Kamara um, Olave's been the one bright spot but you know yeah it's injuries but it just seems like you you would think at this point Cameron Jordan or somebody would have stepped up and taken you know control of the locker room and just said enough's enough and and. I, it it just seems like it's like one of those where there's holes all over the barrel and you're trying to plug four, and while you're trying to plug four, you find 15 on the other side they're leaking. Yeah, that's right. And there was a lot that went wrong for this team last year, a lot of these same injuries and stuff like that, but they finished, you know, nine and eight. 
And I think it was really Sean Payton, just uh, pure sheer will, just kind of pulling them across the finish line. They were very much in the playoff hunt uh, going in there, and they would have got in if, if yeah, I think it was who was it the Rams or something? Rams 49ers game went the wrong way. And so it's yeah, I mean, you, it shows you how big of a deal Sean Payton and Drew Brees were, were for this franchise for for such a long time. And whenever you pull both those guys out of the picture over the course of two seasons, uh, you've got an entirely different franchise, even though you had a really good defense coming back and some pieces of an offense. Uh, whenever that starts to fall apart a little bit, the whole thing kind of crumbles. Now, if you're in the front office of the Saints, you guys, I'm contending that now you, you've got some decisions to make. Do we completely unravel this team and start all over again? You've got to get rid of Michael Thomas. He's been injured every single year. I mean, what good is he? I mean, nobody disputes his talent, but he can't stay, you know, injury-free. you got a lot of other problems with this team. I think maybe it's time to dismantle it and just start you, all over You don't again. have a first-round pick next year, too, though. That's mm-hmm. what's – it's un, it's unbelievable. I mean, Loomis will do will do the best probably that he can with the salary cap situation. But, I mean, Patrick, I mean, that is one thing you're looking at. I mean, do you – do you let people go in the offseason and try to get back in the first round? Do you try to get, you know, a few more second round picks? It's just, it's really tough that they've been as bad as they are and yet they can't, you know, really add uh, unless Loomis just really pulls off a miracle with the salary cap. Yeah, I mean, I think they've got to start, you know, uh, you know, making trades, doing something to really kind of uh, boost themselves going into the draft because they just, they aren't going to have a lot of, you know, uh, you know, just due to what they've done in recent years, they just don't really have a high draft pick coming up to start the next draft. So they got to figure out a way to move up and acquire more talent, young talent. Uh, it was an old, kind of an older defense coming in, and it's kind of proven to be a, a flaw. This team's not overly that fast. You see Alante Taylor showing promise, guys like that. Uh, but you see some other guys that just seem maybe a half step slower than they used to be. So uh, it's a team that's got to get a lot younger across the board. Well, the division, the division, the way it's shaping up doesn't surprise me because I'm convinced that Tom Brady said the only way I'm coming back is if the commissioner will guarantee me a division title in Tampa. <laughs> Sad, Eddie. With a losing record. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, with, with, so in the division, really, Carolina's terrible. Atlanta's fading. The Saints are terrible. It's the, it's the Bucks' division to win or lose. And they're mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. They're not great. Yeah. But they no, I mean, there's no good team in the division. No. Well, that's one of the shortest answers Patrick has yeah, ever yeah. given. <laughs> best two teams, the best NFC team, the best AFC team as of today, Patrick McGee, is who? Oh, uh, gosh, that, that's something that's so far out of my, uh, my mind right now at the moment. That's something I'm not even thinking about. Um, I mean, uh, the, I, I like the two teams that played this past weekend. And, and, you know, I mean, what Jefferson, Justin Jefferson is doing right now for the Vikings is just incredible. Crazy. And and, so and, and and the Bills, they're such a very good team. Uh, but the, there's something a little bit, you know, different about that Vikings team. I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy. Uh, but overall, it's a very good team. And, and when you have a special player like Justin Jefferson, uh, that, 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 you know, that guy, that guy just changes the game. Well, if it's up to the TV people, they're going to force the Kansas City Chiefs down our throat. Boy, you're not kidding. Mark. I mean, I think they could play the Boy Scouts, and it'd be the national uh, TV. Yeah. Of the week. You're exactly Good correct stuff. about that, man. I'm tired of them. Patrick, turning turning the page to Southern Miss. Um, this team five points away from being seven and three. Uh, looks like they found a quarterback the rest of the way. I mean, what do you take away from the Coastal? It was like, yeah, moral victories, but. 
we're tired of moral victories because we know how good this team could be. Yeah, but I, I think they're a little bit closer because that offense was really, you know, against Georgia State, you, you had reason to be concerned. But whenever you put Lowe in there in the factor, and we all know he's capable of playing well, and it's just a matter of consistency with him. And, you know, I, I think it's a good place to be. I, I think Will Hall probably wishes he had got Lowe onto the field earlier in the season. Uh, could have made a difference here or there, and would kind of help him down the stretch. Uh, but if they can get a consistent low, I mean, the South Alabama game is going to be a tough one. It is in Hattiesburg. I expect Southern Miss to be up for it, but it's going to be a tough game. Uh, you got to win one of these, you know. And uh, if Lowe goes out there and plays well, I, you know, I give him a decent chance to be South Alabama. So I, I think uh, things are kind of on the uptick on offense if Lowe can play like he did last week. Yeah, we were talking earlier in the show, Patrick. I'm going to guess you agree with this. Uh, win or lose Saturday, mark improvement in this program over what we've seen the last couple of years. Yes, no. I mean, no doubt. I mean, this year is a definite step in the right direction. Uh, it's just a matter of getting that offense over the hump. You know, and Will Hall's an offensive guy, and and he's eventually going to get this right. He's just got to get the right players in the right positions, and especially a quarterback. Uh, they'll have low for another season if he can kind of close out and play wrong, play play strong. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, the, things are heading in the right direction. Uh, it, it would just be it would just be a significant step if they could win one of these next two, uh, two football games. Well, if you, if you keep him another year, it'll be Doctor Trey Low by the end of the uh, football season <laughs> next year. He's already working on his on his PhD. It's amazing, and, and yeah. it, it is remarkable. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's remarkable that this team has won five games, considering. They don't know who the quarterback is yeah. from week yeah. to week. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got you got the Saints, some serviceable like Andy Dalton with all those years in the league. They can't win a game. Here's a college team that it's been quarterback roulette, and they're winning games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. All right, Patrick, uh, we're going to be talking to one of our good clients, Hewlett Winstead Funeral Home, about sponsoring this segment with you the remainder of the Saints season. You, I don't guess, would find that inappropriate. Now, just let me know if y'all need me to talk to him some, and I can make a good pitch for him. So just just let me know if you need some help on that. Because <laughs> the Saints all right. are all but all but all right, Patrick. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. We'll, uh, all we'll right. talk to you Bye-bye. next week. Patrick McGee, NOLA.com. We're only six minutes away from uh, the athletic contest of the week besides – yeah, Southern Miss, South I've got Alabama. Mixed emotions about this. I'm, I'm just a little nervous. Before. You were the one that set it up, remember? Yeah, I know. In the uh, words of American revolutionary John Paul Jones, I have not yet begun to eat. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to Mo Bay Beignet Company. We're on Hardy Street here right across from uh, our Southern Miss campus. I want to thank Patrick McGee and Heath Hinton for joining us. This is what we've been waiting on. Nathan, the super intern, has his camera rolling. 
Jody Lott, mayor of the Roost, is the official umpire. Ryan is the owner here, and I want to apologize before this even starts, Ryan, and I hope that you and Morgan will have us back after this is over. Oh, of course. Okay, so are we ready? We have, we have Luke Johnson and Kelly Santer. You can, you'll be able to see this on our Facebook page here very shortly. We are about to enter the beignet showdown. Five beignets complete with powdered sugar. Whoever eats the five beignets the quickest will be the disgusting winner. And so we are about ready to go. And Jody Lott, you can tell us when it is time to go. When I drop the flag, we're starting. Okay, ready? Go. And the beignet eating contest is underway. And Luke Johnson has already eaten one. My God, he's already <laughs> like a machine. He's already got well, one machine. beignet down. I think an upset is brewing here. Now uh, let's go. We have Rocky going in the background. This is great. Kelly kind of drawing. I don't know. Kelly's underperforming a little bit here, I think. Stanner, you're overrated. Yes. Luke, <laughs> Luke's, Luke appears to be focused and in the zone right now. Second beignet down by Luke Johnson. <laughs> Second beignet down by Luke Johnson. What do you think so far, Ryan? He's definitely in the groove. He's definitely in the zone. He's Look at Luke in. go, man. Got his hat turned around backwards. Two and a half beignets down. Luke is halfway through the contest. Kelly, Santa. go ahead, step it up. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Center just uh, exhaled and blew powdered sugar all over his face. <laughs> what a disgusting sight. All right, Luke Johnson. Now, Luke, three beignets. Down. This is not even going to be close. Oh, my goodness. I think we've got a major upset in the making here. <laughs> Everybody assumed that Kelly Center, just by if you've seen him and know him, that he would win, but it looks like to me that the only way Sander wins is a marathon. <laughs> yeah, he would definitely win a marathon. <laughs> Luke Johnson has is three beignets down center. So four. He's four, four. beignets. There oh, it is, this right is here. almost over. Hey, we're this is almost turn. over. We're headed down the stretch. The home stretch. And he's powdering that last beignet down heavily. And in his mouth it goes. Let's see when he chews it and swallows it. This has been a route. Wow, this has been yes. a route, Michael Morgan. This has not even been close. Dominant. Is it official? Performance. This looks like secretary. Luke Johnson. Is this done. is over. Luke Johnson wins in a landslide. He's still got one to go. You can finish off that last one if you like, Luke. Luke's going for six. Oh, is that six? Okay. What is Sanders? Sanders on three. Sanders on his third beignet. This is like secretary at Nate Jenny's mule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sander has more powdered sugar on him than he does in him. My heaven, look at this. This looks like it's snowing on Kelly Sander. Is the end of his nose is white? And Luke, the John- Luke, Johnson. Luke Johnson has eaten six beignets. Luke Johnson is clearly the champion. Can I be the first to shake your hand? Yes. I'll shake his elbow. Luke Johnson, Ryan, your observation. First ever beignet eating contest here at Mobay. Wow, absolutely incredible. What a performance by Luke Johnson. <laughs> Kelly, we're going to have to step it up next time. Kelly, the contest is over. You can quit eating now. I've been told it's better when you take things nice. Uh, so, Kelly is... Uh, <laughs> Kelly is still on beignet number three. Luke has polished off six beignets, shaking shaking the sugar off, and the Luke Luke just this is like a this is like a forty five to nothing slaughter. This yeah. wasn't even close.
Your observation, Jody Lott? Hey, total annihilation. Total annihilation. Look at I mean, this. Hey. Santa has disappointed, underperformed. I mean, under overrated and underperformed. Wow, I'm telling you, Luke. You, let's get Luke on. Let's get Luke yes. here on the set. Here, comes. here he comes, ladies and gentlemen. The champion. Here's the champion. Of I'd the like Mo to. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank contest. Todd McCall and Lance Hancar, whose training and health advice has got me to this place in my life. And so, yes. Southern Miss, Southern Miss Fitness, appreciate that. I want to give a shout out to Mobe Beignet. It, they were was so easy to eat because they tasted so good. Yeah, yeah. And I think my uh, my battle costume of yeah, it's quite uh, of garbage to bags is quite something to so. Say. Look, sitting over here at what you left in your wake. This he's is a, a sad he's Rudolph the white nosed beignet is what he is. <laughs> he's he's trying slowly. But slowly. I, I really almost like went over and ate the rest of his too. But anyway, hey, yeah. hey look, now we know what he can go next year for Halloween. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Look, I think we can all agree that is a sad sight sitting over hey. on the couch right now. I'll shake his hand a little bit. But I, to, to the point of what we were talking about, I was talking about somebody today, and I, and they're going to bring uh, their family this weekend to Mobay. And I was explaining, I said, what you typically think of a beignet, Mobay is bigger and they're softer. I mean, and that's why you saw me be able to just put the whole thing in my mouth. I mean, one, it was one bite. Yeah, I did. But but talk about that for a minute. I mean, you guys, I mean, it's it's very absolutely. unique how you yes. make the beignets. Absolutely made with love with our staff here, and like I said, the, we want you to have an awesome family experience. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is coughing up beignets and still powdered sugar. Powdered Did he? Sugar. I heard y'all laugh. I mean, he, you blew, you you breathed at the wrong time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Um, just uh, like I said, we, we want everybody to come in as far as a family uh, environment and everything. And uh, so the beignets we make with love and everything and uh, fresh to order. And that's why that's why they're so good. So, Morgan, Morgan, the next time my wife and I come down here, you're not going to throw us out after what you just witnessed here, are you? Okay. All right. I just want to make sure that. Jody, what was your observations? Well, like I said, it was a comparison between a horse race and a mule race. Yeah, I mean it's almost it's almost sad. Yeah, I was just talking about like the beignets. I wasn't They're, talking about the the eating competition. Oh, the beignets are wonderful. Yep. I mean, but it's look hard. At him. It's hard to not look at him because oh, I mean, hey, the buildup was so great, yeah. and then he just lays an egg. It's like a Southern Miss baseball game. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I mean, you see, you've seen me eat in the roost. You, oh yeah. you know. Oh yeah. You know, laid an egg. That is exactly. That's a great description. <laughs> no, I don't even want to get near you. But we <laughs> you we 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 will talk about because uh, I think I was focused on the task at hand. Apple. Apple pie is that what it is this this yes, month? The apple pie is the seasonal for this month. Was it was it pumpkin last month? Pumpkin was last month. When is the strawberry coming about? Uh, summer. Blackberry. Summer as well. The uh, apple pie though. I mean, yeah, it was good. It was, do I have do I have sugar in my beard? No, you wow. you're you're an amazing you're an amazing athlete. I see why you played the punter, punters football. are people too, man. We I got a new respect. <laughs> you know what, you know what Jeff Bauer used to that. say of me. <clears throat> He said that Luke Johnson, he was shaky in practice, but once he got in the game, he was a gamer. So, have you got a picture of this? His, his outfit. This oh, yeah. is a, quite something to see here. I'm very proud of you, my man. You proud of me? Yeah, I, I, I bet on you from now on. This was a mismatch. This was, this was like the Northwestern State game. Oh. And there's Northwestern State. 
<laughs> now, now uh, Sander is uh, covered with let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. There's powdered sugar on his head. There's powder. You got to clean all that up. Have you got a picture of this, Nathan? <laughs> this is really sad. This is sad. Well, look, we appreciate you guys having us down here. It was fun. And, and we're proud of Luke, man. Luke, Luke nailed it. How you yes. feel after eating six beignets in like three or four? Ask me in an hour. I feel pretty good right now. You feel pretty yeah, good. I feel pretty good right now. Feel like you gained any weight? Are you? No. Huh? The, the key was I ate just a little something at eleven o'clock. So I figured I could do that. Again, it goes back to metabolism. It goes back to game day preparation. By training. The, yeah, that's exactly training. right. Training. I've trained, yeah. trained a lot for this day. I'm sure Lauren is going to be very proud when she sees. She it. heard about it. She, she knew yeah. that it was it was coming. Yeah. I'm glad you're married to a nurse <laughs> practitioner. You may need her later. This yeah, I may, I may need her. But it was really good. <laughs> Texture was right. Um, sometimes beignets, uh, they can they can get hard, like, really fast. I've never had that issue here at Mobile. No, no. So, I guess football season has been good for you guys, right? Uh, games bring in a yes, lot of has. new people. Yes. So, what's your experience been like here for Southern Miss football? You know, we talk a lot, Ryan, about how important Southern Miss athletics are to the business community. And Morgan put on a headset here. You can both jump in here. How important has athletics being football here been for you guys as a new business owner? Well, for me, it's been a great way to connect, a great way to meet all the locals and even visitors alike and really get to make that connection with everyone here put our name out there, make that connection, and we get to see them again. They'll hopefully come back. We talk frequently about how important Southern Miss is to this community and what the community would be like without Southern Miss. Southern Miss is part of the reason that Mobe Beignet was attracted here, correct? Correct. Fair correct. To say? correct. Yes. Especially with picking out this location and being where we're at, it definitely was um, a top priority for us to be able to plug in right here on campus yeah yeah what's your experience been like you've enjoyed it oh of course of course um i love that we we roll from baseball to another one to now we're at football and before we know we'll have basketball and baseball again well we appreciate y'all having us out here we thank the world world of you guys and we're so happy that you're part of the eagle hour family we really appreciate you we love y'all too we'll be right back going to wrap things up from mo bay beignet it has been one experience We'll continue right after this. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back live at Mobay Beignet Company in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Eagle Hour on the road today. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Kelly Santer, Nathan Lee, Michael Murgitz producing for us back in the WLE, WFMM studios, I should say, Correct. in Hattiesburg and Laurel. But the mobile Southern Bank Horse Studio today on the road. Women's basketball set to take on Ole Miss and Oxford tonight. First time since December of 2017. Lady Eagles uh, looking for their seventh win all time against Ole Miss. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. Of course, uh, Bob, still without some of those 
some of those uh, better players. Uh, yeah. But but Coach McNellis asking a lot out of his ladies. Or tough, out, or task, ladies. tough task, I think, to go to Oxford and, and beat Ole Miss without your two of your key players, yeah. don't you think? But, you know, there'll be people, you know, off the bench and some of those six and seven players will – be asked to do a lot for Coach McNellis uh, tonight. Mia Wesley and Kara Atkinson, all Sunbelt, uh, named yesterday all Sunbelt for women's volleyball. Mia Wesley, first team all Sunbelt. Kara Atkinson, second team all Sunbelt. And, of course, the Lady Eagles uh, will take on Georgia Southern tomorrow in the Sunbelt tournament at 2.30 down in Foley, Alabama. All right, so uh, Kelly Sanders back on the set. I- I'm kind of surprised you would show back up after that humiliation that you just suffered. Well, Bob, we, we just need to get us a quarterback that we can settle on. And, and, and you know, we're, we're good. We're, we're much better than we were did you last eat year. The, did you actually eat the six beignets, Sanders? I did. Are you yeah. kidding me? I'm yeah. not going to turn any back in. One of them, or two of them vaporized. There's so much sugar over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Trying to think of it. Luke spanked you. And I'm here in front of everybody. And I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed because I was—I even changed my name to Kellyashi, kind of instead of Kobayashi, the guy that used to eat all the hot dogs at at Nathan's. Yeah, yeah. hot dog. Nathan, you—you videotaped this. What's what's your observation of what you you just saw? I was very surprised, man. I got to be honest. I was going into it. I had money betted on Kelly, and uh, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. You sold me, brother. Anytime there's a eating contest moving forward, my money's on Luke Luke Johnson. Well, you know, at that D1, it's home of the Luke Johnson five. Two eight mm-hmm. forty. Yeah, right. Here yeah. it's Luke Johnson, home of the five beignets in thirty seconds. Eight know. six, actually. Oh I did, six. I did six. Eat. Finish it off. Six. Six. I did eat six beignets. <laughs> <laughs> this was my lunch. I didn't really eat breakfast this morning. I need. That's right. I need some laundry detergent now. I've got. So between them, they ate twelve beignets, Jody, in like five minutes. <laughs> And now I've got I gonna I need some laundry detergent now. I'm a yes. Mess. Be sure that you go to the uh, Eagle Hour Facebook page. Uh, I guess it's probably up now. Nathan's our. It's gonna be posted at the end of the channel. I did so I'm, I'm getting one of these lattes for the road. What what did you get today? Uh, that's an apple pie. That's what I that's what I had too. The apple need. pie latte. Is that the reason why you the latte slowed you down? Is that what happened? No, I, I'm making no excuses okay. for my performance. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna think I'm gonna get me one of those mochas to leave. That looks yeah, good. That was is that good. a mocha latte? The, mocha, the Mobe mocha is really good. Yeah, I think I'll try. This is just a great place to come. Uh, my wife and I come down here frequently on Friday nights and just have a cup of coffee, you know, and and split. We actually split three beignets. Um, well, but, and the students, you know, I split them. I split them right down the middle sure and shoved did. them in. You sure did, brother. <laughs> yeah, but he had the technique with the glass of water too. He was working the water he just in there. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. We funny. should mention. Uh, we, we didn't mention it yesterday. Jason Brownlee, the Connerly Trophy, uh, absolutely representative from Southern Miss. Of course, every team in the state now gets uh, the opportunity from Jackson State, Shador Sanders, Deion Sun. So that'll be uh, – Brownlee will be with uh, all the other guys November 29th. And Jackson State's still undefeated, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Brownlee has NFL potential. Absolutely. Oh, I think yeah. so, too. Just because of his size and speed and the fact that he – how he high points the ball and double coverage. <clears throat> yeah, but he's not – I mean, the numbers are not striking. You know, I mean, lots of times they want they want you to wow you with with statistical he's, he's numbers. Fourth, I think, in the Sun Belt in touchdown receptions right now. Yeah, but I mean, in the Sun Belt, not that there's, sure. a, but I'm just saying. I mean, Jalen Talbert got drafted, you know, last year. Yeah, um, it, yeah, and that's that's the pro scouts' jobs, right? It doesn't matter whether you go to wherever; they're going to find you if you're good enough. 
They're going to yeah. What two, they're going to look two, at two. is in over two years without a consistent starter, how how good he's been. You know, right. particularly last year, you know how they finished uh, when with the superback. I mean, how he would dominate one on one coverage. So, right. congratulations, Jason Brownlee. Uh, we'll be back in our studios tomorrow. Back on the road Friday. We're going to be in Columbia, Mississippi, as they get ready for their huge Christmas festival. I got to tell you guys, if you've never been to that, that's that's wonderful. That's We're going to be up on the stage like it's like the central. No, I don't think Times they're going to do that this time. This show. I'm not, I think they're going. They had to the do covered it. ice no. skating rink. Yeah, they had all that stuff. Yeah. They were going to do that, but they said you that you and I were both going to be there, and they didn't have enough reinforcements underneath the bleachers. Uh, I think it's uh, the weather is going to drive <laughs> us inside, but it, but it's a great event, and if you've never been, you really should go. Man, I'm gonna tell you what. I went last year, and when all those angels appear up on the roof of the of the buildings downtown, it'll give you chill bumps, man. It's really something. Mm-hmm. To Good say. stuff. Looking forward. And then to next week, Bob, we're off for Thanksgiving, and we're off on Friday too. Correct. We'll be off Thanksgiving and the day after to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving, as the Telesouth obviously doesn't work on Thanksgiving or the day after. So we're gonna take a couple of days uh, off next week. Lauren Johnson with the crying emoji, crying laughing emoji. Upon Thank news you. of my victory today. Yes. Ah. Someone sent me a picture of you said it looked like a night at Rick James's house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's been fun at Mobay Beignet today, guys. It's been really fun. Appreciate Morgan and the crew hosting. I don't think they've had powdered sugar at Rick James's house for a while, but I think I, I know what they're alluding to. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> can we Can we transition to Some leaving, events. saying goodbye? Every, yeah. Yeah. Luke doesn't like references to illicit drugs. Thanks uh, very much to uh, Mo Baby Jack Company for having us down. It's a great place to come, and uh, we hope everybody in Hattiesburg will, will enjoy this. That wraps it up. We'll be back to normal tomorrow. Until then, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.